0: It has all been built for this moment. Three seasons of The Genius, one season of Crime Scene. I have run four games of The Garnet Wager for Alan, Six, and late joiner Nick. Now it's time to watch the last season of The Genius and play another season of games. And this one is for all the Garnets. Welcome back. This is The Garnet Wager. Begin. Friends and folks, and welcome back to the Garnet Wager. This is the show where we talk about the South Korean reality game show, The Genius. We're in the middle of season four here. In fact, we're approaching the end rather rapidly. I'm Six Detmar, your usual co-host from Scanline Media.
1: I'm Alan Ibrahim from Chats and Scanline Media. I'm your second co-host.
0: And we have a little <laughs> demon we keep underneath the, underneath the stairs in the closet.
2: And He's the I'm, Harry Potter. I am uh, Dohee Lee. I'm gonna go by Doey this episode
1: Doey! I wish his name was Doey, but alas It's a guest episode, so we're also joined by special guest Nick Cease from Cease's Geese Here on the show today (laughs) A friend of mine started listening to the Garnet Wager from Season 1, Episode 1 recently Which, woof, I know, woof woof. I forgot, by the way, that we buried the lead for almost 7 minutes of airtime I remember that now We're
0: really funny we did get Wait, some We got some flack so at the jokes. time for that. We got some We've now gotten some flack several years later. I still think it's hilarious.
1: <laughs> I do too. I am supported 100% and uh, we're not going to bury the lead this time because we're here to talk about season 4 episode 9 Horror Race 2, the sequel to Horror Race from last season.
2: Who has remember, the fastest horror? Oh, horror, horror. Oh. R- rural juror. Oh, I'm <laughs> I might have watched the wrong episode. Oh, wait, really? No, no. <laughs> Okay, I was scared. I was scared. <laughs> Is this oh no! An it's early the ru- plug okay. zone moment. <laughs> yes.
1: Uh, here it comes, folks. It's time for my thirty-second recap. These are a lot easier when it's the second one because wow, I only have to tell you about the new rules. Uh, here we go. Three, two, one, Run, go. Mark. In horror race, there's a bunch of monsters, and they all want to race to the end. And you support a monster, and you put all the other ones, their tokens back in the box. And uh, everybody has to pick their tokens on the thing, and that's the, that decides if they go one or two or three spaces, um, and you want to win. In the new rules, there's puddles, and the puddles stop you. And if you land on a puddle, you have to stop. If you land on another play, another piece, then you can piggyback it. That, those are the two new rules. That's horror race 2, 23
2: seconds. Fuck you. So, <laughs> it's so per- one of the I key like things game. you had to mention, Alan, is that you want to win. Yes, you want to win. <laughs> okay, okay. Thanks for the. Question.
0: I mean, I there felt are like that was there essential. have been games in the history of genius where you want to lose. It I mean, is literally true. true. And
2: sometimes the genius, you know, him himself, Kyung Hoon God, Kyung Hoon God has decided to go to the death match so and, and not win. Unbelievable. Uh, so Unbelievable. here's
0: here's the point where last episode I had this big argument with Nick about like whether it was possible <laughs> I, for Kyung Hoon to make mistakes. And now I've achieved Zen because I've I've i figured out that Nick is such an idiot that it's it literally impossible for him wasn't to see Jung Hoon's colors. This episode, it was Cummins. So it doesn't Hyunmin even matter. that I'm it just, was his fault. I just ah, oh, I have my Halo up. I'm 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 serene. You're, you're halo. I'm You've above. you a Halo. I'm six. above your complete <laughs> moronic idiocy, and so I know the high, truth. High, and high, you can speak whatever me. you like.
2: Jung, Listen, Jung Hoon, Nick, well, mom okay. and dad are fighting again. Tell
0: me what's more saint-like. Than mm-hmm. being like, I get I get to draft down to one one player, I'm picking Jun <laughs> I died for <laughs> you sins
2: That is pretty <laughs> head empty. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Sixtham, I might need to give you a garnet for, for drafting Jun Sayuk, actually.
2: A pity um, garnet? I'm done that. with that. Yeah. Well, let's yeah, do it. Take okay. one of my garnets. Yep, one of my,
0: my too. Oh, thank you. Yep. That's, that's so nice of you. I'm still overwhelmingly in last place. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll make but... a
1: rule at the end that says that every Garnet you have gets you 200 points if your name is six.
2: 200 points? <laughs> <That's> not... <laughs> mm-hmm. It's Dongmin's birthday here on The Genius, guys. Mm-hmm. Happy He's... birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Dongmin. Happy birthday to you. Ooh, Ta-da! ooh, ooh. Wow, wow. Well, yeah. So ooh, much ooh. spirit in this, in this Discord today. I feel the spirit in this
1: Discord today. Whoa. Tell me more about the spirit. 2015. This aired in 2015. He was born in 1979. How? What birthday was this?
0: Who cares?
2: Um, 36. So, He's 36. Daniel, wow, he looks older Dong than 36.
1: Yes, he does. He looks older than thirty. I agree. <laughs> what?
2: No, no. You're Dealer Hong,
1: according to the wiki, Dealer Hong is 50,000 years old. <laughs> She's an ancient. Fascinating.
2: That's incredible. That's I mean, listen, I, I would defend defending. her. It's exactly. true. <laughs> I was going to <laughs> Listen to a Dota 2 podcast about defending the ancients.
1: He Hyunmin calls her mom in the <laughs> intro. <laughs> he says, mom, mom, wait.
2: Yeah, it's it's, like, no.
0: it's there. there's the alternating like friend, Nuna, friend, Nuna, friend, Nuna. And then Hyunmin's like, mom. Oh. And everyone goes oh. quiet and he's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, just, uh, I'm that sorry. Was weird. <laughs> that was weird. Hyum-nin's it's a there. big
2: happy family on the genius. And they all have a cake for Dongmin or at least some juice later.
1: Oh yeah, it's a great moment with Juice later, but mm, um, Juice yeah, Lator. they brought they brought all of his friends. They brought five guests back uh, after singing him happy birthday. Uh, we have Poong from season three. One. I don't remember what season everybody's one. from. Season one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the legend himself, Doohy, uh, who we haven't seen for a while. I mean, to and be fair, he's a of...
0: legend for getting owned. But
1: yes, no. he's it he's was... the. I love him. I love him from this one episode. He's the target of the geniuses. Literally, the biggest controversy in the genius. Oh, ever. Oh, is
2: that They, like didn't the let ID him scandal play, was him? Mm-hmm. What happened? Yeah, like they, they stole the card that let him play.
0: Yeah, they. So it was it was a game where you use your ID to sort of like initiate trades, and they stole mm-hmm. his ID, and yeah, he just spent the entire game <laughs> unable to do anything. Um, it. I really
2: like him now. It's a thing where
0: like. It's one of those examples of the, of, of the you know, not to get too serious on us, but it's one of the examples of the misogyny of, uh, like, Korean, at least celebrity culture. I guess I can't speak to larger Korean culture because I just don't know it well enough. But um, mm-hmm. there were two people involved in this. There was a female player and a male player, and they worked together to hide his ID. The male player went on to have a successful career. The female player basically was, like, like riches to rags because of this her reputation was ruined she was unable to find jobs because of this yes
2: motherfuckers listen to the garnet wager it's a whole thing s- s- ha-
1: this was six years six plus wow. years ago seven years ago yeah you know? it's like, it was
0: rough i mean but yeah and and um i Can guess we have her on the show it. i i would love to have her on the show um uh, i okay. don't think she speaks english
2: i mean her name is not ruby raider right just to that's not her. Uh, no, it's Ruby it's Ruby, it's Ruby
0: that, yeah. Raider. She she does oh, raids in Destiny. Okay. She does raids for for Oh, for, oh yeah. yeah. Destiny yeah.
2: one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That'd be good for her.
1: Um so speaking of women, uh, I think it's funny now that Dealer Hong has kind of realized that she's like the only woman on the show. <laughs> uh, and she's been kind of a little bit more teasing with everybody. Um, but she's not the only woman this week because the other goat herself, Sheen young is back. Um, she's basically for Nick the embodiment of you know that streamer Jenny not nah, not Jenny from Jenny's Chow or yes. Jenny from Scanline but Jenny the streamer who does the like I know I'm hot control yourself that the no, whole funny clip but
2: no yeah I have no, I have no she, idea what you're talking about but but it's the a clips fun... they sent of her they showed of her and Kyung Hoon maybe what what season is that two yeah that's two I think that's season two it made me want to watch that she's great she's um, she's a not, worthy not... adversary to to. Kyung Hoon, even though it there sounds like he took her out, but <laughs> in personality <laughs> at least.
1: I mean, people are weird with her, right? And then she, but she's also like, all right, guys, be weird. Like she just doesn't let it affect her that much on camera, at least. Mm-hmm. And I respect her a lot for that. Um, but she's a pretty lady. That is right now kind of the role that she's in. Um, I, it was
0: funny because but... I, I literally yesterday, um, I was doing, I was playing Final Fantasy XIV on my my alt, right. Yeah. Um, who's uh, were... named and meant to resemble Charlotte, Charlotte Fenia from from Granblue. Cause I'm like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did a quest, which was like the introduction to the golden saucer. I promise I'm going somewhere with this. Um, okay. And uh, is like a go around and talk to these different people. And I talked to one of the, um, The female employees there who was of course wearing like a a bunny suit because that's what they're like at the golden saucer of course um and it was interesting because the start of the cutscene was her being like oh thank god i get to talk to a woman for the change (laughs) (laughs) and i feel like i feel like uh, dealer hong had a little bit of that this week of like oh thank god i'm surrounded by insane men can i just can i just have a little bit of an outlet
1: just a friend, please, for the love of Christ. Mm-hmm. And she does. She gets ai uh, Young, uh, who does great this episode. I want to talk. So I to talk about her. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote in my notes that one handsome guy with glasses. Before remembering that his name is Jung Boom. Uh, is this the guy who wrote the 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 comic six? No, I'm that was that's Kim
0: Pong. That's the guy from season okay. one this year.
1: So what's this? What was this guy? Oh wait, no, they deal? both wrote. They both wrote all.
0: comics. I forgot. You're right.
1: Okay. Wow. This guy didn't write the doctor comic that we like a lot. Doctor well, Strange. I didn't,
0: I didn't like Dr. it that much, but I master. think it is him. Yes.
2: Doctor Faust.
1: Uh, no, it Faust. is him. Yeah, Doctor Fr- Doctor Frost.
0: Yeah. Frost. Uh, as, as as I say, I I wasn't as big of a fan of it. As it was you were,
1: but. It, it was silly. It was very silly. Um. Yeah. So he's back. I think that's it. Ever- and then of course, uh, the Bandage Man. No, but actually, uh, a masked man. No, it's Songman. He's back. He's back and ready to Ooh. help everyone out. In a great mm-hmm. shirt.
0: Yeah, Excellent top uh, tier to shirt. Everyone but Kyung Hoon got the great outfit this week, cause <laughs> I, even Ky- I, Jinho's, did it.
1: Th- I could, yeah, like Jinho's got great suspenders. Dongman's got the awesome outfit. He's got, oh, the, he's, the, got he's got the like, like the red
0: the red vest with red pants. Yeah. yeah, has the, yeah,
1: the red vest with yeah. red yeah. pants. songmin has got the like
2: different symbols on his shirt. His long Korean style shirt. Yeah, it's nice. And then Kyung Hoon's just like wearing kyung Hu is in his grad school um, yes. uniform this episode, yes. okay? He, he threw on a polo. He rolled out of bed, threw on a polo, and he looks fine. He looks good. He just isn't dull. Yeah, yeah. Out, yeah.
0: He's, he just, just he just didn't get the memo. And, you know, sometimes you don't get memos.
2: I understand. He has that TA energy. I liked Jin-ho's suspenders a lot. <laughs> I thought they were really cute. He needed they're, they're... one more button on his shirt, but, you know.
0: No, he didn't. No, he no they okay. knew Some, they were Someone doing. else would. For Jin-ho, okay. it's perfect yeah exactly, uh exactly. eternal second place eternally one button short
1: <laughs> forever a, bride a, day so late, a, bride. a button short. <laughs> there it is uh kyungun and songman almost go for a big hug he's like my friend and then songman's like i'm not <laughs> falling for your shit again <laughs> <a> suplex <laughs> <laughs> oh if they started physically beating each other up i know we say oh, like the best be thing about the genius is they never fight but then it's uh, now four seasons uh, and do I'm you, you do you say that and I actually want them to fight a lot. I
0: hate to yeah, correct but... Nick, but obviously with the posture of that duck where he sort of ducks mm. low and sort of goes forward, you wouldn't be able not to do a, a suplex much. from that position. I, I you could go for perhaps a powerbomb, or you could go for like a fireman carry, but a mm. suplex would not really be viable. a hyperbomb? A hyperbomb is like a jumping powerbomb, so absolutely that would be mm. doable. A hyperbomb is also a move that humans can't really do unless you're doing it to like a child. But, mm. um, you know.
2: Have you ever power- hyperbombed a child?
0: Uh, I have basically never done any wrestling moves because I am uh, infirm, Nicholas.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: I am physically weak and distressed. (laughs) Don't ask me if I've done (laughs) any fucking dragon suplexes. The answer is no. Most
2: people, it's a thing that you won't get to enjoy, unlike most people in their life. Who Who get the dragon suplex. Just on the street, you know, like you today, I've chosen you. The number the of people I've spoken
0: the number of people I've spoken to who have recreationally in their free time broken fucking like those long like fluorescent like light bulbs over someone else's back <laughs> is in the double digits. So, that's not true. You have maybe, a great no, crowd. No, that's that's there in true. California. That is true. Uh, and actually wow. it was Southern Illinois was where most of those people yeah. were, which oh, makes sure. a lot of okay. sense. That is perfect.
1: <laughs> I don't know why, but it does. <laughs>
0: Uh, um, it makes sense, because what the fuck else are you going to do in Southern Illinois? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Off that's the top point. rope with an energy-inefficient fluorescent light bulb. Oh. <laughs> that's the California uh, WWE.
0: An unconventional uh, a... way to deal with uh, outdated electronics. Let's see how it works out for him.
2: <laughs> Just FYI, everybody, the mercury in here is known by our state to cause cancer. I uh, no, Ro- no
0: that's that's California. Rod Bugoyevich. God bless. God rest his soul. Oh, God. Rest bless. in peace for God bless. <laughs> Corrupt trash motherfucker. I uh, would now. never. No. Uh, oh darn. <laughs> uh, would never allow us to uh, to to say that those lights had mercury in them.
2: <laughs> That's just a uh, tasty tasty Illinois <laughs> juice.
0: This is just shithole state humor over here. How's it going, folks?
2: <laughs> My, the the
1: Boston Red Sox. <laughs> Uh, last time in horror, last time on horror race, uh, we found out that the coins were weighted differently. This was a big deal that they were like, "Oh, you can determine what coin you're pulling based on the weight of it." Uh, they made it intentionally so that they're not like that anymore. Although, it I to understand correctly, that the mummy cards are something. There is something well, unique they're, about They're them. all Bigger? different. Si- they're,
0: they're all different sizes. Mummy is the one that most people are able to figure out. Dongman, I think, okay. can do any Dongmin of them. Is
2: sensitive. Right. <laughs> his says,
0: his sensitive uh, hands. Well, we've sens- had this. We've had this discussion. Um, yeah. Extremely good at, you know. I'll just leave that blank. Um, and uh, so, but everybody else is just like the mummy is the one that you can tell. Everybody else is like, eh, who knows?
1: Right. They made it less cheatable. They know that that was a big deal last time.
0: Well, cheatables um, unfair. I mean, like not if you if you're going to bring a game back, you have to change up <coughs> the the hook, right?
1: So. Yes. I I also love the part where Dong where uh, Songman, excuse me, is like. I got seven of hands, and then the 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 emotex says focusing, and he's like, "All right, here it comes. Three of the same color," and he gets two of one and one of another, and he's like, "Ah, oh, jeez." <laughs> and then like the harmonica starts playing like the good job music. It's fantastic. Um, but yeah, and then Jinho is trying to dominate and take take care of a team, and and they're like, "I'm a little confused about the rules." Like one of the guests asks him that, and he's like, "Okay, here is a great summary of the game. Do what I say, and you're gonna win the whole thing. <laughs> That's your summary." <laughs> Um and then very quickly we get a line that I know six, I know you had a you were a big fan of. Um Pung is lecturing Kyung Hoon on how he's a psychopath.
0: <laughs> well no, he's,
1: or, well, a, he's a, not... sociopath, a sociopath, okay, so
0: it's an So he's actually being like, Wow, like you're really you're really an amazing player. I'm so happy to have players like you on the genius. Uh, and he says something It's like, Wow, you're like a poet and he's like, I'm just I'm so g- glad we have players like Kyung hoon in here. It's something about his sociopath eyes. <laughs> like...
1: All right. Excuse me?
0: <laughs> Listen, as someone who has also, uh, I've had a characteristic of mine attributed it to uh, sociopathy. Um, you know, it wasn't my eyes. It was yes. my handwriting.
1: Oh, what? Okay.
0: Okay. I mean, my handwriting's pretty bad. <laughs> I think I've seen
1: your handwriting before.
0: It's uh the way I the way I describe it is I just want to get the thoughts out, and so I write really fast, and it's pretty I messy. And it the next episode of the Genius crazy.
2: will come to you in mail order form. So right yep. now to three one four Pomona Street, Georgia, St. Louis exclamation point question mark P.O. Box four twenty, blaze it. Uh, you can hear Nick give up on that joke halfway through. You can hear you it. You could also hear note great.
0: Nick be like, Wait, I need to obscure because I started out yeah. by almost saying Six's address. When, <laughs> yep, yep, listen, yep. when
2: you free associate things, uh things come out. The truth comes out. That's how the improv
1: works, baby. That's right. Yep. Songmin early on takes on the leadership role and says, I'm going to set up Kyunghoon to win alone, and then we're gonna give Hyunmin <laughs> the immortality token. And I'm gonna get to win
2: money because the guests get to win money in this also. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it's like it's several in, they, like, like didn't pair it up like I think they've always done before, right? Like they yes. rarely I don't I've never heard you talk about like the guests actually competing like as equals. Like not to stay on the genius obviously, but like for a prize.
1: No, I think they yeah,
2: they do usually. It's just they're that they Ge- don't always okay. win. No, oh, yeah.
1: But I could be I could maybe because 'cause it's been a little while. I thought um, it was cool either way. And as the plays start as the cards start going out or not the cards, whatever they're called, the tokens um another really funny moment that i loved was when i young is like i got this guys i know what i'm doing here let me place the card down and that's not what i meant to do and she like leans in and then leans out and goes i meant to do that <laughs> i just felt that very relatable. and then wobbles
2: yeah, yeah and she
1: does a little wobble
2: yeah
1: um Jin-suk picks kumio and vampire because he says quote i like the ugly ones and i, I guess he's like i can relate i guess <laughs> um hoon picks mummy and vampire I like these different cards I like the little monster cards um uh, draw a monster card draw a monster this is basically a Yu-Gi-Oh variant um and then Jinho uh you know disappoints everybody on the garnet wager by making a League of Le- Legends reference <laughs> just off the cuff they're looking at the mummy and he's like do you guys know Amumu you guys know Mumu? Amumu right it's like Amumu
2: <laughs> dealer, whichever dealer was there do you know you Mumu know games
1: it's the mummy from legal legends you guys it sucks um <laughs> and then uh another good dealer hong moment uh dong mean is is in the i think he's like in the dealer room or something and he's trying to make sure he gets the right card what's can, i wrote ouija board
2: scene what was the context here he's choosing his, the two characters that he's going to support for the game and, and yeah. everybody has to go to the dealer room to do that so they're alone with the dealer and so it's dealer hung and the other dealer in there and he's like hmm, okay Who am I going to do? You know what? I need help, friend. And then they do a Ouija board together, which like, they full-on just at this point show Dealer Hong cracking. And then they do it for the rest of the episode, too, where he's like, oh, should I go for the zombie? Oh, it's pulling me towards the vampire. (laughs) It goes on so long, they had to cut away and then cut back to it again with spooky music.
1: Yes, he definitely did like 10 minutes of riffing before they are <laughs> yeah. like, okay, we got it, thank you. That Not the final, the best Dealer Hong moment too was was like right towards the end when oh, she's yeah. like, all right, and the rules of the game are the... Wait. <laughs> and then the guy's like, are they telling you what the rules are right now? She's like, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think I love dealer. funnier,
1: but... You, th- you thought the Ouija board moment was funnier
2: than the not the It had some roles? great music cues.
0: It had some great music and she was just losing yeah. it the whole time.
2: And she was yeah, totally she... into it, yeah. She was just like, screw it, this is it. My character's evolved. Your nine epi- Yeah,
1: you're nine episodes into like a 13-episode season or whatever. You're going to eventually yeah. just be like, oh, let's have fun with this. <laughs> this weird man who refuses to get eliminated <laughs> on our, <from> our show. <laughs> get off let's of my show. Sheer power of will. Um, another one of my out of context lines I live recklessly. I do not remember who said I live recklessly. It's probably Jinho to be honest with you. He seems like the type that would Jin-ho, say that. But
2: and yet Jinho is not somebody who lives recklessly. He's no, in my no. his image of Jinho in my mind is not somebody who lives recklessly. He's it's someone to be like, you know what? I'm going to get books around black coffee this morning. <laughs> oh, like, whoa subtle. What a crazy. badass
1: hmm you got a badass here um i i want to ask in general for the two of you what did you think of horror race 2 like nick as someone who hasn't watched horror race before and six watching it again with oh, no, the i the it end of the episode
2: it was this season that they did horror race
1: oh really i guess okay yeah. i it's all a blur to me yeah. um what it, so then what did you guys think about the variants
2: the puddle. So specifically, was the a puddle. To, it's the to puddle. To and the specifically, piggyback. slow things down, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. was definitely needed. Like I remember the the first horror race, probably why they brought it back again. It was it wasn't very good, is what I remember. I think we no. said it was a weird episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the feeling was weird, and like it was over very quickly, and there wasn't a lot that ended up happening in terms of strategy during it. This one had a lot more interesting things happen during it, and there was more drama and opportunity for strategy and play and betrayal, which is good. Well, I think what's funny with the
1: some of these rules, and this isn't even from the variants, but just everybody's, like, there's a thing in, like, round five or six where everyone's putting all of their, their coins on uh, going one space, and then in the corner, Young is like, alright, cool, I'm gonna take two and three. <laughs> she just, like, easily, and they're like, wait, no, you can't do that! And she's like, yeah, I can, none of you thought to do that. Why didn't you guys, like, there's just so much, uh, teamwork attempts at teamwork that they don't really like see the it's kind of like seeing the forest for the trees Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i enjoyed that about it a lot but um you know i always say that my favorite genius games are the ones where the metaphor matches the game and it it super doesn't in this one it's a it's a race for what you know it's just a bunch of idiots racing each other um and deciding who's going to win ahead of time but i thought the piggyback one also helps to speed things up so it's weird that they had a slow down mechanic and a speed up mechanic
2: it was like a comeback mechanic too yeah or Yeah.
1: yeah that's true that's true it, you can't get swept as easily if, if you can just piggyback you'll catch up fast um so young does some great stuff she she does come at one point and go you know guys i did come here to eliminate Kyung hoon today which <laughs> incredible and i if that worked out i would have like played that line back Ugh. and framed it or something um that was her intent and uh that didn't work super well there was some other comedic moments on the way there uh people keep remarking on the different pieces they get jong boom is like why do i keep getting rgb because he's a fucking artist nerd. nerd. <laughs> and then, uh, I think, uh, he's like, I always get, st- I always get stoplights. Because <laughs> he gets some red, yellow, green. Mm-hmm. Uh, ugh, 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 these corny men. Um, and then, yeah, Dongmin is, is proud of, uh is proud of i ah young so he asks her to drinks which is silly uh kyung literally on his knees begging her to give him the win he's like i will give you i will give everybody the money i'll give a stipend of the money winning money if you help me win right now I will, I will. i'll
2: get a part-time job and send you all nine thousand dollars okay <laughs> i'll start working with the 7-eleven
1: incredible incredible uh and then I think he when she says no it this is the the juice moment. They cut Tame in the corner it just says like <laughs> I sip juice to soothe my burning heart or something like that. <laughs> and I like that it's juice. It's not like it's, it's not ju- drinking wine. It's literally juice. <laughs> it's Moon in a
2: corner with his juice box.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, nice. I would I would do the same thing. 100%. Um and it just kind of moves on like that, you know? Dongmin does eventually win it all and Poong wins for the guests. Uh, and he splits all the money with his guest mates, mm-hmm. uh, and unfortunately, that means that Kyung-hoon is in last pay- place. Who <sighs> is he gonna pick? <sighs> he Young starts Min. by saying, <sighs> you "No, know, sorry." Mm. He starts by saying, "It's not gonna be Jin-ho. He's too good. He's helped me a lot. I don't want to well, go to the he death He got a token, yes, a token of
2: life too. Oh,
1: yes, he gets a token of life. I'm sorry. No, that's that's why he doesn't pick him. Um, he says, "I want a death match." Uh, I would have loved to deathmatch Songman. That would be sick, but I can't do that because he's the guest, obviously. <laughs> uh, and then this is so good. Jin-se-yuk is like, it would be. We made a bet in season one. It would be so stupid if he picked me. Why the fuck would he ever pick me? Obviously, he's not gonna pick me. And Hyunmin is like, you know, if I was in his position, I would probably pick me. You know, reasonably, I've kind of fucked him over a couple times. I think, yeah, he should probably pick me. And he's like, yeah, I picked Jin-se-yuk. Fuck you guys.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think it's because he thought. John Sake was weaker. But yep. I think he is absolutely. absolutely. Like Kyungmin, mm-hmm. this target. episode was definitely the reason he lost. But at this point, I don't. He, this is you know Shin Kyung Hoon. This is ascended Kyung Hoon. <laughs> He's not gonna let his emotions control him. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go against the person who I think I can win the easily, mm-hmm. most easily. And that's the right way to always
1: do it. Like, these grudges always bite you in the ass, especially if you lose, mm. obviously. But you mm. know, have to... Ch- Whenever you're picking someone to go against you in the DM, you want to pick the easier opponent, regardless of your relationship
0: with them. I don't agree well, at all.
2: Unless you have a big brain play, like... A long. term like, like play. Like, Dongmin did not pick Kyungwon because... or well, Kyung... Wait, Kyungwon? Kyungwon, I think they did each other. They didn't mm. pick each other for the death match because they were the easiest opponent. Like, they have other reasons, which maybe are not the smartest for them, but they're so confident, or they're like, you know what, if I do win this, I'll be in such a better position Mm -hmm. for it. Uh, Fair. fair, I mean, a lot of these DMs,
0: there's so much, like, any given Sunday factor going on, right? Like, even if you Mm -hmm, are Hoon, where it's like, I have, you know, solved a lot of these games, there are games you can't solve, right? There are games that are Mm going to be very random. Um, And so... Like, the idea of picking the weakest opponent makes sense, but also, given that you only have so much control over the outcome, I think it can also make a lot of sense to say, I need to pick this person because they're the only person here who won't work with me anymore. I want to pick this person because they're going to be a bigger threat down the line. There are a lot of reasons other than just, let me pick the weakest opponent. I think that's Mm -hmm. overly simple thinking.
1: Uh, I guess that's just the purely logical thinking, or just purely, like... I want to win this and survive.
2: I mean, know. I feel like that's really short-term thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes maybe you need because to think w- short-term. That's not the thinking of some big brain like Kyung-hoon.
0: Well, that's what he did this time, so. Uh.
2: <laughs>
1: well, no, I was just going to say when you're in the top five, it starts to come down to those short-term decisions. Totally. There aren't that many, like, long-term alliances left. (laughs) There are four episodes left of the show.
0: Right, and how how much are you going to shake things up by being like, hey, I could have picked you for the DM, but I won't. It's like, well, (laughs) we already have nine episodes of history. That's not going to change how I think about you at this point.
1: Exactly, exactly. Um, So it's four cards on the table because they are going to be playing Quattro, but first!
0: Quattro, but It's.
1: I wrote that in my notes. Thank you, Six. Uh, It's time for La Tarea, It's Homework, I won the game last week. None of you praised uh, Nick at the top of the episode. No, none of
2: you did, and including all Nick.
1: Fail. I you literally know, told <laughs> you the problem is that we had like 18 failed recordings before we correctly <laughs> successfully hit go on this. So we <laughs> we all fucked up. But uh, Nick is still the current points leader. But I won last week, and I had my friends play Unreal Tournament 2004 with me. We're all about games here on the Garnet Wager, video or otherwise. Competition, the the heat of the moment, the feeling of battle against your comrades. And uh, I don't know. I haven't played an arena shooter in a while, and I wanted an excuse to play UT4, UT2004. Um, I have not played a lot of this game. Six, you have the most history with the Unreal Tournament franchise. Can you speak to that a little bit, please?
0: Um, Sure. I mean, okay. So when I was in um, high school, uh, my friends and I um, found a loophole in the high school's uh, internet like network layout, right? And there was sort of a server where there are a bunch of shared apps, and we managed to get uh, Unreal Tournament on the list of shared apps, the original Unreal Tournament. <laughs> um, and we wow. did it in a way where it was, um, I'm not going to say impossible to uninstall, but it was very difficult to do so. Um hmm. and so it was actually until our senior year that they finally hired someone who knew how to get rid of it. <laughs> um we also in that time added the uh Halo PC demo. Um of course. So uh that was sort of the beginning of my my time with Unreal Tournament. I wasn't the one who picked that game, it was a friend of mine, but it was like, hey, sure, let's do this. And it was fun. We had a good time. A lot of mm-hmm. a lot of playing Unreal Tournament and typing class or, you know, whatever the computer lab. Um and then um uh, a friend of mine got Unreal Tournament 2003. Used to play a lot of that uh, at, at his house. Um, would also mod it. Um, I believe I've, I've told you the fun fact that we downloaded a mod that added uh, the uh, the gun um, from the main character of Trigun to the game. Um, mm-hmm. That was stupid. Um, and yeah, just played played a lot of that game. And to me, it felt like it took forever for Unreal Tournament 2004 to come out. It did only take a year and a half. Um, I guess I was just a child, and that feels like a fucking eternity to me. Yeah. Um, and then when Unreal Tournament 2004 came out, I honestly didn't care for it that much. Um, yeah. It wasn't that it was bad by any means. It was certainly right. good, but the things that it added were like larger scale and vehicles and stuff. And to me, that sort of diluted the arena like shooter focus that I come to Unreal Tournament 4. And so I didn't spend as much time with Unreal Tournament 2004 until now.
1: Yeah, I um, I, one of my one of my early like modern PC game memories was playing a lot of UT three, and it took me a while to realize as a as a child that like oh there was a franchise before this, and just like you said, 0-4 is kind of the culmination. Uh, it's like you know how the old PS a lot of like PS one platformers have like the first game where it's really rough and difficult and fucked up, and then the second one is like pitch perfect, and the third one they just added more. Of mm-hmm. what made the second one good, O four seems like we just add, we figured it out in O three, and we just put more shit in there. And like you said, sometimes that doesn't, that's not conducive to fun gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have not played O three, so only I only learned about that stuff from reading it and from you. Um, and UT3 definitely was the point by which the franchise was like, oh, what are we doing? Like, <laughs> arena hit, shooters hit, are already dying.
0: You can hit a button at any time to hop on your hoverboard. It was a weird-ass game.
1: <laughs> so weird. You had a hoverboard in, in UT3, yeah. Hmm. Otherwise, it was the same game but in pretty 3D graphics, but now it looks like dirt. Whereas I think 04 honestly like holds up fine visually. It's not trying to look like perfect. It just feels like it's in that mid-aughts halo aesthetic of like all the vehicles float and have buzz saws and shit like that
0: well and also is before the era of like modern you know you can start to see the hints of of what would become the modern unreal aesthetic which we're now starting to get back out of again but this is before like the gears of war era of like muddy graphics right and i don't mean muddy in like the ps2 like these graphics are like like blurry sense Mm -hmm. i mean like the my favorite color is brown. Brown his brown his house with the brown little window, Middle right? Web. Like, that's where graphics got for a time, and that's where Unreal Tournament 3 was. 2004 U-T3. starts to yes. go there, but is hasn't fully made that transition. You still have some of the stuff from 2003 where you've got, like, the yellow and blue lightning gun. You've still got the bio rifle, which shoots big globs of green goo. It's still got some, like, car- some cartoonishly colorful elements that I think add some pop.
1: UT3 looks like Gears of War if it was a first person shooter. It's not a funny it's not a pretty looking game. No. Um but 04 uh is really cool. And so we had an evening where we had uh me Nick 6 and our friend Jen and a couple other people on voice um messing around. I was so glad that the servers are still up and pretty active honestly, not like yeah. bu- bustling with activity but all of us got a different sort of nostalgic pang when we saw just a big-ass server browser with, like, different colored text, and you're like, yeah, I want to click on one of these, and it loads me into, like, the, the fucking Canto 3D model map or whatever.
0: I, like, you, see, you see the server that's, like, St. Louis straight-edge gamers, and you're like, yeah,
1: <laughs> that's the one I want. It just the names of servers are so fun, and then often it's just like twenty four seven onslaught. And you're like, all right, sure, I'll do it, uh, or like no death timers. This is from a time when there was no standardization of like the rule set for your shooter. Mm-hmm. Like they they existed, they existed, but very few people would play like the one competitive rule set. You know, people mm-hmm. would turn off respawns, they turn off certain weapons, um, and we played uh, some onslaught, which is the big like vehicle based. Uh, objective-based mode, which Battlefield has kind of wholesale taken and made better. Well, I mean, Uh,
0: and Battlefield came out before 04.
1: No, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I think, if anything, 04, that mode is a response to larger-scale first-person shooters like Battlefield. Mm -hmm. Um, But Battlefield has continued to run with that, whereas Unreal Tournament has ceased to put out games. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. And so we did that for a while. It was pretty fun. It was kind of like finding our sea lakes again with the, you know, high-speed twitchy shooting. Um, not as high-speed as, like, a quake, obviously. I didn't need to, like, fuck with my sensitivity, but it was fast enough that I was gripping my mouth so hard that I was hitting the buttons on the side by accident over and over again <laughs> um, and learning how to use a link gun like it's, like, for the first time. Uh, but then we figured out what you were talking about, Six, which is to just get in a small map and just get all the guns together and yeah. just shoot each other a lot. And that was bliss. To me, that was blissful. I,
2: Nick, tell me what you thought. Because I know was, you're
1: also a PC boy.
2: What was blissful to me was, at the last map we played, was a capture the flag map. Which oh, fuck off. I, We're not going to talk about Facing I Worlds never, yet. I'm not ready. I never, no? Okay. You no, have,
0: I want to talk ha- about You it. have to save that one, Nick.
1: Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, that's, we'll that's our that's our our opus.
2: That's yeah, the cherry. Yeah, I mean the the vehicle ones was was fun for you know the one round we played of it. I could see it probably getting old, but you know it's it was great yeah. to sit in the ta- the turret on top of our tower that was. But
0: Nick, you <laughs> you're is attack. Is under attack.
2: <laughs> Your power node. Nick would just sit on his tower on the other team and, <laughs> and it would you be could like, like would it... almost see to the other checkpoint so you just yeah. hold down left, right click to zoom and then left click with his big ass turret gun
0: I mean that's the funny thing people. is that th- because this game like this is built on Unreal Engine 2.5 as, as as the title would suggest this is a game from 2004 in 2021 even with a moderate PC uh, this game runs insanely well and um, because of, again, the way the engine is built and modern architecture, the draw distance is just the infinity symbol. <laughs> you,
1: it's as high as you want it to be. It's the, it's those mods for World of Warcraft that break the view distance and you can like see through past zones if you have a flying mount. It's that. You're mm-hmm. just like, oh, yeah, that's the whole map. There's no fog of war because I can just watch and look at the whole map it's be, and look at it at 144 frames capped. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's beautiful. But, yeah, I, the... The objective-based mode, I think that one would be more fun, too, if there was just more people. We had a couple of bots in yeah. there mm-hmm. and people, like, trying to do the objective, just like any big, like, battlefield with two people is not fun, right? Yeah. Same mm-hmm. idea. Um, But then we did a couple of death matches with some bots, and I think a, a couple of, like, actual humans might have joined at some point, maybe. Yeah, yeah we had a clear. few. It seemed like it, yeah. That was fun, you know, finding the weapon spawns. That was just, like, ha- fast-paced Halo, like Halo on high-speed mode because I've been playing a decent amount of Halo in the past year or so with the Master Chief Collection, and the time to kill in Halo is long enough that it always, you know, classically feels like an encounter. Mm-hmm. But with UT, it's like, if you just get the right rockets and then hide behind a corner, you're going to win all the time, <laughs> and it's going to feel so good.
0: I feel <laughs> yeah. like everyone kind of had their like their moment of of like, uh, uh, of like starring, right? Like, yeah. I mean, Jen had the starring moment of I mean, probably being the Jen best of us at everyone. shooting. <laughs> yeah. um,
2: Jen won every single game. But we all got our uh, our time to have fun and shine.
0: Right, Alan. Yes. Alan had like some some great uh, like, I mean you you weren't you weren't ultimately the one who made this the best, but you were sort of the early pioneer on our capture the flag map of translocator and and shield gun shit. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh, and then yeah. I <laughs> had on our um on our like our deathmatch map. Um, being the first one to figure out where the Redeemer spawned and hiding that from everyone else, and just occasionally there was a massive explosion—the
2: fucking kill everybody gun, yeah, beep, 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 beep. Death, and I'm still death, losing death.
0: because I suck ass. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it that,
1: that's I think ultimately that's the big reason why the death mat stuff works well is it's just against each other, mm-hmm. so there's no more worry about like a skill ceiling or anything like that. Um, loved that, got way jazzed about that, got my heart racing, and then. Uh, listener Nick and Six uh, committed what, a couple of sins. Well, okay.
0: First off, Alan insisted we had to play Facing Worlds before we stopped. So we looked all around. Uh, what, what is Facing
2: Worlds? Because I Facing
0: Worlds. It. Facing Worlds is a classic Unreal tournament map, which consists of two large towers with a path between them, over the void. Right. So basically, <laughs> you have to run down this like pathway. This death hall, like, it's like death hallway with no roof, right? It's just like a path mm-hmm. that if you go to either side, you're going to fall to your death, and all the time you're going to get shot the way there, basically. It's hell.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and it makes, I mean, if you imagine a map with a single choke point that is basically the length of the entire map, obviously what that leads to is, like, chaos in the sense that you never know what's going to happen, you always know what shape the conflict is going to take, and so it's a really fascinating right. like 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 chaos theory map, right? Where you're like, mm-hmm. okay, this person is going to come from here, this person is going to come from here, and then what happens in the middle is just a big question mark.
1: Yeah, that's where the magic happens. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. as a CTF map, you're all about capturing the other the enemy flag and bringing it back to your base, but with only four pl- players, uh me, Nick, Jen, and Six, super <laughs> team. Uh, yep. There's very little room for messing up. It's just so pure that it's like kind of It's scary. Um, And basic World's is just a beautiful map. I love this map very much. It's been in the game since the original unreal tournament. Uh, I love that the earth is looming in the background all the time. I love the translocator. I love the choice to the one, the primary weapon drop is the sniper rifle. So mm-hmm. it's, you're not, like, just getting in, like, machine gun fights that often. It's more like you are going to get your head shot and get your kill. Just get in and get out. It's so fast-paced. There's also something um, about
0: the way the sniper rifle is designed this game. There was no sniper rifle in UT 2003. There was only the lightning gun. Um, mm-hmm. And Unreal Tournament, a lot of the weapons are very over-the-top. We've talked about, you know, the lightning gun, which shoots arcs of lightning. We talked about the bio-rifle shoots goo. There's a rocket launcher. There's the link gun, which shoots this bright green beam. Um, they're all, like, over-the-top particle effects, and then the sniper rifle is just a gun where you press the button, and there's a little puff of smoke at the end of the barrel, and whatever your reticle is on takes damage. Boom.
2: And fucking dies.
0: Very often. Um, I, I, I do want to um, applaud. You know, I, I think I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to be biased. I'm going to specifically applaud myself and Nick. I think by the end of it, we were the two best sniper rifle folks. Wow. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Nick was the best at actually sniping. I was the be- <laughs> best at using a snipe rifle as though it was like a short-range weapon. Exactly. <laughs> but I was pretty yeah. good at that.
2: The mm-hmm. scope was uh, pretty good.
1: We shifted up teams. We did a, a game with each pairing of teams, uh, mm-hmm. people. Uh, and they were all pretty fun, you know, trying to like figure <laughs> out how to get across the map really fast, trying to when to use the Redeemer. Uh, and then it wouldn't be a Bottle Crow uh, Scanline Media production without some silly bullshit. Uh, because Nick (laughs) discovered the the last game
2: we were (laughs) like, six and I were avoiding being on the same team and there's like, finally, I guess we have to do one as the last one. So it was me and six against, uh, uh, I was going to say your name was Tyler because I was looking (laughs) at your your name, Twilight. (laughs) I was like, Tyler, (laughs) who's Tyler against Alan and Jen. And, um, no, tell the story, Nick, tell the story. I'm trying to remember, uh, we were capturing the flag, you know, it was, it was going back going back and forth, you and Six were having some great run-ins, I was just kind of jumping around with the, the transporter thing, tele- telelocator, or whatever, using the shield gun, kind of dying, eventually I think we got two, flat. you need three captures to win, we had two and you had two, mm-hmm. and then I think Jen got our flag and was running back and yep. I was hearing Six chatter about that activity, And then I got your flag, and the thing about this map is that it's the big open expanse, but then there's two towers on either side, which have teleporters that you can go up to like the middle or the very top. So I grabbed your flag, the enemy flag, and then teleported all the way up, and then just watched things happen for a while. I think either Jen got back or Six barely killed her before she got back. And you can't capture the enemy flag while your flag is gone. So the whole time, I think, Alan, you were trying to find me as well as Mm -hmm. fight six off or something. Like, wait, you said specifically, like, where is Nick or something? Yeah. And then we were at a good position where six was good to cover me, I think. And then I just kind of jumped off. I, like, teleported back down, ran out the front door. Made it over to our tower, but in the meantime, I think Jen and I were like ships in the night on either side of the void. <laughs> and I saw Jen had captured the flag again and ran by. I'm like, oh, great, but that's fine. I'll just like you know do some shimmying, do some strafing, not get hit. But nobody was shooting at me. I'm like, oh, that's weird. Oh, well. And then I made it back, so I went up to the middle section of our tower, which has the sniper rifle. And I was just sniping Jen so that she couldn't get back. I think I eventually killed Jen and i don't know why but then i didn't capture the flag <laughs> i think you guys were convinced i was still on your side yeah so the he- mini map the, the the little score counter has an arrow next to uh, surrounding it right. and we
0: misunderstood it the whole time all it ever does is point to where the flag spawns it does not tell yeah. you where a flag carrier <laughs> is if they have the flag. However, this was misunderstood. I figured it out, um, but I realized the con you were running, Nick, and I let it go. Um, and so because of this, because it points to the spawn, but mm-hmm. we thought it pointed to the flag carrier, um, Jen and Alan were like, okay, so clearly Nick is still on our half of the map. He's still <laughs> on like this tower the somewhere. Where yeah. is he? And thus ensued like a 10-minute long.
2: Oh, <laughs> well, no, 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 no. <laughs>
0: manhunt for a man who wasn't there and who was just kept shooting them. I just We're kept sniping
2: which I assumed like you could see the trace mark or whatever and you would see that you're being killed and see that nope. six is either dead or like on the other side of the tower but no you're just like oh I'm dead again because it's arena shooter well, it's it's an arena shooter, and we had like uh, respawn timers
1: turned off, and there's yeah. no kill cam, so mm-hmm. there's no time to even see if there was a trace. <laughs> so it got to the point, and this is where I actually got like legitimately annoyed. But now in hindsight, it's very funny, where I was like, <laughs> "All right, Nick, 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 just describe to us where you are. Like, we're having fun, whatever. <laughs> you just, just end the match. Like, let's move on. Let's end it. Yeah. It's like 11:30 at night." I would have,
2: I would have, but and, and
1: I'm like, "Okay, Nick, tell us exactly where you are." And you're like, "All right, I got it." So you're in your base, right? And I'm like, "Yeah." You're like, "Okay, go outside." I'm like, "Yep." You're like, "Go left." You know, there's not a lot of room there, so I'm like, okay, I can just stand there. And you're like, now look up. And I'm like, I got it. And then you're like, okay. And then you snipe me in the head. And I'm like, Nick. (laughs) And that that listener, that loop happened like eight eight times. Yeah. No, no, no. Just look up. You (laughs) didn't see me. Like, look up. And Jen's going crazy. I'm going crazy. Uh, Finally, Jen just goes quiet. And then she goes, "What the fuck, Nick?" (laughs) And then Nick dies. And she realizes where you are. And before you even get to understand where you are, Six just takes it and wins the game. (laughs) Before I find out that plot twist, Nick never left their tower. It was a good
2: 10, 15
0: minutes. It was a long time. and (laughs) The joke just... just
2: kept milking
0: i was sitting there losing it uh uh, our friend and uh jen's girlfriend kyrie uh, at one point very quickly was like hey nick just turn on screen sharing real quick and and i in," and just lost it and was like okay i'm gonna close this before they see but like also knew what was going on and i was just (laughs) incredulous (laughs) like how can y'all not figure this out by now (laughs)
1: So Nick those... ended our beautiful our yeah. beautiful times with UTO four by uh, trolling Jen trolling and, and for I for, 15 minutes. yeah, it was really funny. Every time I tell that story to someone, they're like, "Wow, your friend Nick sounds like an asshole." And I'm like, I "You're know, right, yeah. <laughs> you're correct." But I thought it was really funny in the moment. I would have done the same thing.
2: <laughs> yeah, it it legitimately didn't get old until the end, and and then I died, so it was perfect. It was the perfect comedic timing of fifteen minutes. And the then, moral yeah. of the homework.
0: Yeah. And then right. just right before Jen could explain, it was just blue team
2: scored. Blue team
1: scored. <laughs> uh, moral of the story, I thought that I was not going to be into fast-paced uh, first-person shooters anymore. Like, I don't play a lot of COD like I did in high school. Um, I do play Battlefield, uh, you know, here and there when those are fun. Um, but I was just like, you know, maybe these aren't fun. And then it turns out I just don't like military shooters that much. Mm-hmm. Because this is great. I could, like, shoot a lightning gun or a goopy gun at people, like, any day of the week. I don't need a progression system and unlocks and da-da-da-da-da prestige shit. Just give me this, and I'll play this for, any like, any one night a week with th- some friends. This is It's great also, like, me. it
2: is fast-paced, but it's not. It not, like, like nauseatingly
1: me. so. Not it's not, like, twitchy.
2: So. But even, like, the guns that can one-shot you or whatever, because you respond so fast, it doesn't... Yeah feel like oh i blew my one shot because i didn't rainbow six siege sit in this one corner all game
1: right it's like the anti-siege in some ways where that's just like you got to make sure this is executed flawlessly and this one's like no throw your body at run in (laughs) dump it shoot don't there's no reload how many times did we this first like half hour where we hit r and then it's like no you're in team chat there's no reload in this game
0: the most fun i think i had in our onslaught mode was there was a point where i um i picked i grabbed the scorpion which is like the uh like <laughs> open it's like the car um that has a little turret on top and then if you hit right click it pops out two big like scythe blades from the side yeah. and i just Scyther. went to their base space uh, their like their base and just started doing donuts with the blades out <laughs> and i you got like four bots i i got yeah. you by accident i was just like oh there's a yep. conk And And then uh, of course I got blown up, but you know, it's just like, it's just dumb fun. It's, it's, it's a game about playing sloppy in a way that's very enjoyable.
1: Exactly. Not, not too technical. Nothing. No, like it's not like a live service game. It's, it's refreshing in these modern times.
0: I mean, there was the Uh, shot combo. Nobody successfully did a shot combo, but
2: what's that? Uh, So the shock
0: rifle has two fire modes. It has a straight beam, and then it has an orb. And if you fire the orb and then shoot the orb with the beam, it detonates in a big explosion that's a shock combo. It's very powerful.
1: Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I kept hearing you mention that, and I was like, I'm going to keep shooting the big guns.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was just failing to do shock combos over and over, and uh, it did not help my KDA. Uh. (laughs) Well, there's no A in this game. You kill someone or you don't.
1: (laughs) D. Um. Yeah, UT 2004, UT 2004, such a mouthful. Um, I miss arena shooters. But hey, the good news is they're still there. You mm-hmm, can yeah. just go buy this for like $15 on Steam. The servers are active. Get some friends, frag it up. Have a great time. Uh, The
0: game is set in a universe where humans long before fought a war with a scourge, leaving their galactic empire in shambles to assist in the rebuilding of the the colonies by calming down enraged colonists. The Leandri Corporation came up with the idea of staging a gladiatorial tournament for the miners.
3: (laughs)
2: made arenas. Um, I, I like wo- to think that you faded out during that, and then you're about to fade <laughs> up.
0: <laughs> uh, from the very beginning, Jan Kriegor, a, a robot, oh, reigned as champion of the I'm tournament until oh Malcolm, God, then leading Team Thundercrash, like- yeah. defeated yeah, him yeah, and proceeded run, to right. merge with the other popular team at the time, the Iron Guard, led by... Malcolm is back with his old team Thundercrash and trying to reclaim his Malcolm. title as champion. Thundercrash. Wow. Brock is back with Iron Guard and trying for the glory of his own. And Gorge and the Juggernauts are there to defend their title. Additionally, the Scarge Empire has sent a team of their own to the tournament in search of honor and glory. And ex-champion Jan Kriegor has had some modifications and is back for the title where it belongs.
2: Good luck, to Jan Kriegor. Oh, and Brock. Brock's still in there, right? Mm-hmm. Love Brock. God, shout us to Brock. Got to love Brock. You know. Holy the- shit! Holy it's Brock. Sh- Holy shit, the death match this week
1: was Quattro
2: Bagina. Oh my god. Quattro. Alright, yes. Nick, here you go. I've been asked tasked you to do it with the 30 second explanation. I have a page of notes, so I might might break it. We'll see. So, the game is Quattro. Uh, Quattro, it's a card game. And a Quattro refers to four cards that have different numbers and different colors. So... The rules are that the player with a higher summed quattro wins at the end, but there's some other things. So you have red, blue, yellow, and green cards, one to six, and then there's two zero cards with no color that can be used as a wild card, but they don't count towards your sum to actually increase your score. Game starts by dealer giving four cards to each candidate, and you can mulligan twice to get Time. a redraw. Really? Keep
1: going. No, but yes, but keep going. Really?
2: Wow, okay. Yeah, e- so you get two mulligan draws. Damn, 30 seconds is fast. Yep. Uh, And then there are six virtual fake players who get dealt three cards out of the remaining cards once you have your four cards in your hand. And the way it works is in a few rounds, you reveal one card out of your four, and then you can take turns trading with the virtual players, and you can only trade with each one once for the whole game. And you don't have to trade, but trading will continue until you're done. Uh, Whatever card you trade to the virtual players is revealed, their card that they give to you is not. So revealed cards that are in your hand that you do one per round can't be traded, but anything else can. In the hand. Uh, and the card they give to you is still hidden. Uh, and then they, the virtual players are, are fake, of course. There's an algorithm on what you will get from them, though. They take so long to explain this deathmatch. The algorithm they follow is they will pick the best card to complete a quattro out of the cards in your hand that are revealed which is good or if they don't have cards that would complete your quattro they give you the highest number or if they have duplicates of the highest number then they go by this uh, color order which never comes up unless they have a zero in which case the zero always wins they'll always trade you a zero Um, when both players pass, that's it for that round of trading. So you reveal your next card and a new round of trading begins. You don't have to trade every round, like I said, in Kyunghoon doesn't especially, but you have to trade. It was confusing. I I think Bomb of the just got some of the rules wrong just for this one. but his target isn't your sea monsters i'm having we'll you go in the a chat card that makes it harder uh i think you have to trade with each uh virtual player the at moon. least once but you can also only no. trade with them once. it wasn't very now, soldier, so when all four cards are revealed moon. the player with the highest quattro sum if you have a quattro wins if nobody has a quattro then it's just a straight sum of the numbers on your card or if there's a tie, it's decided by poker rules for like higher number.
1: That's what. Game's over in like five minutes. <laughs> the game is over faster than Nick just said that. That's not true. It and goes almost it goes faster long than enough. their
2: explanation. <laughs> yes. They they try to milk it so many times, and I almost like was text gonna uh, Discord you guys like holy shit they are really amping up the you know, fucking really groovy. Shut the fuck if up, you, groovy you were here... Uh, six. Are you here? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> you troll. <laughs> <Demon>. <laughs> Just having a good time. I when tell you me- let me out from under the stairs. The stairs demand a tribute, so one one of you has to go back to be the, the demon under the stairs. I volunteer. Yeah, they you. crank up the like inception music and dramatic soundtrack to eleven in this death match.
1: I Tell me if you disagree. Not a great death match.
2: No. Okay. Really? Well, I don't know. Wait. I was invested because my boy was in it so
1: yeah of course and I, i've I, seen I posture before mm-hmm. i feel uh, like this was just something i've seen before but tell, yeah so what it's an interesting game it's kind of like such a simple rule uh hmm. almost so, similar to uh yule hop where it's just like get the colors and get the numbers get the high numbers you win purely that's the rule that part so simple but it's all these like algorithm things where i'm just like they can't just dis- they can't come up with all that so quickly they're not gonna be able to like come up with an interesting strategy in the short amount of time that
2: they have. Uh, but I think they reveal afterwards that they did actually do strategies. Like Kyung Hoon yeah. did do a certain strategy and it did win him the game.
1: Mm. Uh, I so believe I, it. I, I, I,
2: yeah. It was weird. But anyway, they they go first and then Kyung Hoon's like, well, I don't think I'm gonna trade this round. And then I think Jun Suk does some stuff. But mm-hmm. Kyung Hoon comes up and he reveals his first card, which is a six, which is like a baller card to have. It's great. And the second round, there's some trading. I think Kyung Hoon reveals a four, and then Jun Suk has a three and a five revealed, or a yep. three and a four, three and a five, three and yep. a five. So it's somewhat, you know, that's fine. You you got some of the higher cards. That's good, and they're different colors. Obviously, so it means you're still in the running for a quattro. You haven't given up, which is good. Uh, and then the third one, it's very obvious that Junseok is looking to complete his quattro and match, well, to beat um, Kyung Hoon's score because he's looking for a six, very obviously. Yeah. And they show us, I think, that he's looking for a six. Keeps not finding it. And then at the end of the third one, I think Junseok goes first and then Kyung Hoon goes. And it's very obvious after the third round for some reason that Kung Hoon wins. I can't yes, remember why. Big time.
1: <laughs> it's uh it's mostly just it's good strategy and he gets a couple of lucky pulls. <laughs> oh, oh, it's, it's because
2: yeah, Junseek burns all his trades the third round because yeah. he keeps mm-hmm. looking for a six. He's like, okay, somebody's going to give me a six, right? Because they have to give me the card that will complete my quattro based on what I have and mm-hmm. or their highest number card, right? So I have good chances. I'm just going to keep trading. But he doesn't get a six, which means he's not looking great considering uh, King Hun has a six and a four showing. So when they get to the fourth round... Kyung Hoon just completes his trades, and then it turns out, yep, they both have Quattros, and Kyung Hoon has more points because he has higher number cards. Kyung Hoon wins. Kyung Hoon sticks around. The three time deathmatch champion, Kyung Hoon.
1: He's going to make it far. I, This deathmatch solidified to me that this guy can make it.
2: Kyung Hoon the... is in the 10th episode of the Genius. He's in the next episode of the Genius. He's unbelievable, made it. My boy, the man. The myth, the legend, the god. Kyung-ho. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Six. It was not sad to see Jun go, but it was sad to see no. you get dunked on so hard.
0: No, it's fine. I don't mind. Um, I mean, you know. I know. What I do even said in the episode, <laughs> that's that's what I, I was like, I picked him knowing he was probably going to leave the next week. Um, yeah. I mean, I think I want to applaud Jun Seok, a guy who got eliminated in the first episode of the first season and never was seen again. Yeah. <laughs> For coming back and, and making it all the way to episode to nine
2: time. of the grand finals, I feel like that's that's really something. They I give agree. him a great postmortem too. Like, it is very it's uh, it it praises him quite a bit, kind of mm-hmm. like they describe. Oh, this man, he you know didn't have great success, but he came in and he was always the underdog, but not in a negative way. You know, he was always there, always came in, but that's just how he played. The genius. Yeah, I think I think I think he should be proud of, of how far he's come.
0: Of yeah. of all the plays he made, and uh, sometimes it's just not your day, you know. I don't think he played this nope. DM great, but you know that's you know we all have misplays here and there. I wouldn't, I would be too upset about it. I and, mean, it, uh,
2: yeah. that's right. In the end of the DM, it was Kyung Hoon got a really lucky draw too. He pulled three sixes, mm-hmm. so yeah. Uh, unf- I, he says, "I well,
1: hope Kyung Hoon wins it all," or "I ca- I hope I get the- I hope Kyung Hoon makes it far." And uh, I, know, I know, I hope to see him going forward.
2: Uh, and he gives all his garnets. To Sixteen Kyung-Hoon. garnets to kyung my boy. My boy. It sucks, and that—that's why jun You know, I, I really didn't like him for a while, right? I—I I thought he needed to go a lot for the past nine episodes. But you know what? Yeah, he's earned my respect. Wow, he's shown deference to the one true king. <laughs> he put up a good. Dong-
1: Dogman's the one drinking. Let's be Honey Nut really is now.
0: So uh, that means he, I have to redraft, um, and I have two options here. I can go with uh, Jinho, or I can go with Hyun-min. Hyun-min. Um hmm. Hyunmin's going to go home next week, so I'm picking Hyunmin. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to keep up this trend of picking the loser. That's like the Six, Garnet Target so- only <laughs> <it> hurts me.
1: <laughs> Wait, so you are picking Hyunmin?
0: Uh-huh. Oh, yeah.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, let's Was talk the about
2: fantasy points. Still on John Sayuk? I Forget.
0: I mean, he didn't re-up it. I forget so.
2: It. Oh, it has to be He's, re-upped each episode. Yeah, he didn't. Okay. He, didn't, he, yeah, didn't he didn't post. He didn't he post. He didn't re-up his sub. He's not wow. subbed. No sub. Um. No sub. No sub.
0: Though I should update his garnet total because he does, of course, get the garnets from the eliminated. Um, even though they went. Even well, you know, they... I guess he wouldn't get them because they didn't go away. So
1: uh, six. I think yes. you you've duplicated. them That's true. I
0: have. It's fine. I'll get them.
1: Yes. It, is, it has gotten late enough that my parents have said goodnight and turned the lights off in my room without asking, so I've been podcasting in the dark for the past five minutes, <laughs> and I think that that means that it's time for the fantasy points breakdown.
0: Okay. Uh, well, Alan, congratulations on, on a good performance this week. Uh, Dongmin won you, you a solid 40 points.
2: Yeet! Oh, very nice. Just, wow.
0: Uh, I unfortunately cool. managed to get negative three. Because it's Jensseok. So um,
2: negative points again.
0: <laughs> and then uh, Nick, a big congratulations as our our big winner this episode with fifty five points. Wait, no, I'm sorry, that's Six. not correct. You're not the big winner, Six? are you? Uh, what? So when I saw that we had guests, just as a lark, I scored po- I scored the guests separately. Oh my god! And they managed to get sixty Your life two points. Is so hard. So the guests so the guests actually won. Um, and, uh, so I'm giving it to the bandage man.
1: Wow. Fuck. Uh, Nick. Wh- what?
0: Oh, uh, th- sorry. Um, this is, this is, um, this I is think. the garnet wager where bullshit rains and fuck you.
1: This is so good. I love this. Nick had homework ready. He's going to have us watch a nice, like my little pony movie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> a nice, my little pony movie.
1: Yeah.
0: As opposed to a bad one. Yeah.
3: Mhm. Mhm.
2: All right. Well, do you know what the bandage man
1: wants us to fucking do? Um,
0: no, I don't. I'll have to. I'll have to see if I can get a. Hold. It's been hard to get a hold of recently for some reason. I don't know. I heard
1: about them, some travel travel issues.
0: Travel. You know what's I, going on?
1: I, I, th- I don't know.
0: I saw I just I just time. edit these podcasts and then I pass them over to to his team to sort of add the finishing touches. Yeah. So I don't really listen mm-hmm. to them after they come. Well, out.
1: Raider Rader like we were on WhatsApp recently talking, and she said that he's been going through a lot.
0: Mm. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm sure he'll. I'm sure he'll get them. You know, like
2: he'll. I mean, he'll best wishes, Dan. Whatever. I think he'll the to me Really somehow. cheer him up. You know. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. nothing. The the best part of waking up is honestly it's Greg in my cup. You know. Mm. Well, ew.
0: Okay. Go ahead. All right. Well, okay. find We'll find out what's going on with that. Um. <sighs> that's 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 all good fun.
2: I hope he's doing all right. Oh, we have guests next week, so. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah, more guest episodes, so be careful. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. yep. So we'll get our Keep homework.
3: Keep your Garnets we'll get,
2: close. Uh, and you're going to I got 17 Garnets this episode. Yeah, yeah. you got a yes, lot. Yes, you did. Wow.
0: Um, garnets.
1: We sure should remind people, as always, to stay after the outro in case you'd, like, skip that on your podcast because we're going to have some bullshit, as always. And, uh... oh, I haven't even noticed. My phone is in the other side of the room.
0: Oh, you should probably. You should probably. You know what? It's late. You'll be fine. Uh, Nick, where can people find you? Oh, no. I can't do you. Alan, where can people find you on Twitter? STOP!
1: Tetsuya Mario. Oh, no.
0: You have to stop it, Nick. (laughs) Nick, you have to stop it. We have to do (laughs) the flag zone. (laughs) Nick, this is unacceptable
2: behavior. (laughs) 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 Nick, I'll kick you from the server. Don't let me kick you from another server this week. Your second pick of the week. I'll do it. Oh, uh, hey, hey. Hey, God won't this time. I'm in the wrong key. I love a garden. It's so good to you and
0: I. Friends and folks, this is uh, 6. Um, it is 8-19 uh, Pacific Daylight Savings Time. Uh, May 8th, 2021. Um I'm I'm recording this. Um I still haven't heard back from the bandage man about anything uh including homework. Um so I want you to be here uh just as a as a witness here. Um at the beginning of this season, the bandage man entrusted me with this um this box here. It's a glass box. Um, that says, in case of emergency homework, break glass. And so, here we go. We're just going to... Eh. Wow, that's a lot of glass. Um, okay, just let me... Is this? I, I guess this... Okay. Um, well, the bandage man from however many months ago... Says we have to watch Common Rider, Heisei Generations, Doctor Pac Man versus x and Ghost with Legend Riders. Um, even I wouldn't pick that. <laughs> All right, well, uh, I guess we're gonna watch Common uh, Rider fight Pac Man. All right, peace.
4: Good evening, listeners. The Ruby Raider here. No script this time. No prep. I just want to talk. I want to talk about music. Not K-pop. Not even pop music. On this episode of The Genius... At the end of this episode... Jun Suk said goodbye to the cast... Set to Ready For You... By years and years. And this song made me think a lot. It's a beautiful song. Honestly. And I recommend everybody listen to it. It's about... Heartbreak... And loss... And relationships. And I think over the past few months, as I've been reviewing songs for the Genius and going on space adventures with my weird friends, all I can think about is relationships and intimacy, friendship. I think I'm ready to branch out outside of K-pop. Maybe I can like other music. Maybe fandom doesn't have to be this unhealthy. Maybe God, I don't know. Maybe we don't even need to do this bit anymore. You know, maybe. Maybe there's more to life than idolizing people who don't meet up to your standards and set unreasonably high ones for you. I think. I think that's where I'm going. I think I'm going in the right direction, and I think. Uh, You listening to this... Maybe you can... Take some of this advice... And... In being a fan of television... Or... Movies... Video games... Music... Think about... What you're a fan of... Analyze it critically... And... And take stock... Of what it... What value it provides to your life... And what value you can provide to the world... Because we're all valuable here... On the Garnet Wager... This podcast within a podcast... And, um, yeah. I, to be honest with you, this is what, this segment was prompted by really sitting down and listening to the lyrics of uh, this Years and Years song, uh, Ready For You. It's, uh, it's just really good. And, you know, after last week's whole fiasco, I feel like the Bandaged Man and the Garnet Cager... I don't even know where their fight is going anymore, but I know that I'm still here, and, uh, I'm gonna end with a line from the song that ended the episode, because we can still appreciate music, like I said. Would you star me over? I'm ready to be torn apart. No. And would you break my heart? I could break it for you. I'm ready to be torn apart. Simple, but effective. That's all I got, folks. Ruby Raider out. I'm gonna hold on to these garnets for now. I'm gonna hold on for just a little bit longer. I think I have a couple more segments in me. And then, like all good segments, uh, the Ruby Raider will pass along with everyone else and do whatever we continue to do. So, thanks! Ruby Raider out! Ta-ta for now. Receiving
2: incoming transmission.
3: I turned my back for one second and everybody just thinks that I'm gone, huh? Not praising the point's leader, cancelling the garnet target for which this episode is Jin-Ho, by the way. Really? Really? Hmm. Well, I'm a forgiving person. We'll just have to accept this and move on. into your eyes I can tell a deal's been made But didn't I just warn you You would be the one betrayed Garnets last forever But we both know plans can change In a lonely garden cage. Been watching the gene is such a long, long time, just trying to win the game. Oh, yeah. Young always big, brain and always flirting, and no one's really sure if the play, you'll hop today eliminated you're thinking that this time they won't notice what you're trying but it's not that simple to summit without the climb sometimes so if you want to hold on all fear must be contained Or you'll just tend to fall in In a lonely garnet cage Can you win main matches on your own? Can you win death matches all alone? Everybody's got to play on their own you don't want to ally with Hong um, you Jin-o know. won't fight The kyung who's really smart And Alan on the for predominantly Somehow Nick Can't tell these fools apart Dealer Hong Started to grin Whoa yeah. since I've seen six,
0: Do you not have my email address or use Twitter DMs? Why did someone throw a dirty rock at me with your invitation?
3: I trust you inked the message after reading as instructed?
0: (sighs) Look, I'm only here because the podcast is exporting, so there's nothing else for me to do right now. Despite that, I'm already feeling the urge to leave.
3: Last time I checked, you seem to be quite low on the rankings on that there podcast, huh?
0: And, I mean, I drafted Junseiok. I knew what I was getting myself into.
3: What if I told you that I recently discovered some new opportunities for the both of us? The way I see it, you have something I want. I might have something you want. Why not negotiate an exchange that it could be mutually beneficial? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, I don't particularly need someone to cover Jennifer Page's crush right now, but thanks. You have nothing to offer. I'm out of here.
3: You know, I've long ignored them, but it seems like the origin of these points you have isn't actually that
0: well-guarded, you know. My points have always been sent to me along my regular, secure communications with the bandage man. Do you expect me to believe you're going to pull points out of a gem or something?
3: No, no, no points are nearly as difficult to procure as actual garnets, nor do they have any intrinsic value or in fact any value as far as i'm concerned when's the last time you heard from the bandage man
0: not that it's any of your business but he has missed our last two rendezvous why do you ask
3: i'm prepared to offer you 200 points from the pot you three made, betting on the season winner. And in return, I want very little. You will give me all your current and future garnets. Dude, I
0: only have like 10.
3: And one more thing, I want information.
0: I mean, if you want me to tell you what you already know, that's, (laughs) I don't care but you clearly already have access to the bandage Man's communications.
3: I'm actually not too concerned about info on that one right now. He's taken care of. What I want is an introduction. Plans are coming together and things are looking red, but it's always wise to start looking for your next opportunity before the current one dries up. Please tell me more about this red. Don't you think that you want more garnets? Don't you think that you need more garnets? Everybody needs more garnets. I will not be outdone. I will not be outdone. Don't you think that you want more garnets? Don't you think that you need more garnets? Everybody needs more garnets. They're not getting red. They're not jetseed red. Don't you think that you want more garnets? Don't you think that you need more garnets? Everybody needs more garnets. My reign has just begun. My reign has just begun. Don't you think that you want more garnets? Don't you think that you need more garnets? I will cage all your garnets. The bandaged Man is done!